Welcome to Natural 11 Podcast. Alright, so we're going to start Curse of the Crimson Throne. You guys begin in the Corvosa, in the city of Corvosa, which takes place in Varesia. Uh, Varesia is sort of like the wild north. Um, there's lo- it's a land of ancient empires. The old Thessalonian Empire used to exist here. Lots of old ruins. Um, it's a land of many different types of people. You have your native Varesians, which are sort of like travelers. They kind of move to and from the main cities. They are more superstitious in the sense that they have a lot of reliance on the harrow. Um, and they are artistic people. They're good at dance and song and that sort of thing. Uh, there's also they're the Chelish. The Chelish are people of high aristocracy. They're very much like, um, I guess you could say like maybe Chelyaks is like Rome of a sort. They're people that come from uh, an empire, an empire building, strong, ironclad law. They have aristocracy and they come from royal bloodlines. But in recent years, ever since uh, Civil War, Chelyaks has also had the influence of hell. So, it's more of a slave society now. So, at one point, Varesia was very much also under the sway of Cheliacs, which is less now, but it still exists. Um, and then you have your native Shawanti. The Shawanti are sort of like traveling barbarian type of people. Like, um, natural people, they kind of, they don't really live so much, but they are fierce warriors. They live in sort of the rough areas outside of the cities. And Varesia... Um, has a number of larger cities. They have Magnamar, which is a city of monuments right in the ruins of old Thassalon. Um, but specifically, we're picking up in Corvosa. Corvosa is a city in Varesia, a very bustling port city that is um, still under the sway of Chelish um, aristocracy. Um, it's led by the king, Eodrid Arabasti II, and his young wife, um, Iliosa Arabasti. And it is a city of rich and poor. There are very wealthy merchants that come in, and there are also people that live like very slummy lives um, and rough and tumble areas of the city. However, it is a shining jewel city that is just kind of a, a very metropolis type of area and it also is sort of like the confluence of all three main ethnicities of Varesia. You see a lot of Varesians. You see it's ruled by the Chelish um, and their Hell Knights and on the outskirts there's always the Shawanti and they have a sort of tentative balance between the Shawanti people having to find a middle ground with the aristocracy because the Shawanti are very powerful people if they wanted to start a war it would be a terrible situation for everybody. But uh, that's where you find yourself, in the bustling port city of Corbosa. Now, each character has kind of gone through their background, and we have all received cryptic messages. Um, and it's all pointing you towards address 3 Lancet Street. And you all sort of arrive in different kind of times. Um, it said sunset, so some arrive before others. And the first person to arrive would actually be our psychic, Gwendola. Gwendola, how do you approach? It seems to come up to this street sort of on the, I would say it's sort of on the lower to upper middle class area. It's a very simple, standard Corvosan home. 
Okay. Um, well, I after getting the note, I probably would have pretty confidently come up to the door, but still, I'm kind of keeping an eye in, on all my surroundings and looking around to make sure nothing seems amiss and uh, kind of go up and knock on the door. Okay. So you knock on the door. You approach. The house looks normal. And it kind of knock on the door and the door opens. And you can kind of look in. As you look in, you can see an interior of a small, humble home consisting of a cozy single chamber uh, that's been filled with a fragrant haze of flowers and strong spice. The aroma comes from several sticks of incense smoldering in the wall-mounted burners. They look like butterfly-winged elves. The smoke gives the room a dreamy feel, and the walls are draped um, with brocaded tapestries, one showing a black-skulled beast juggling human hearts, then another shows a pair of angels dancing atop a snow-blasted mountain. There's a third tapestry on the far wall that depicts a tall, hooded figure that's been shrouded in mist holding a flaming sword in a skeletal hand. Several brightly colored rugs cover the floor, but the rooms only furnishing are a wooden table covered by a bright red throw cloth and several elegant tall back chairs. A basket covered by blue cloth sits under the table. And as you kind of approach, you can also see uh, there's a stone paperweight and it holds another note similar to the other one um, that you had received and it's sitting on the table. What do you do? Um, so, upon reflection of the room, seeing that nobody's in it, I would have gone, I would go over and read what the note says. Alright. So you go over and you lift the note and you see this. What does it say? Thank you for coming. I had to step out for a bit, but shall return shortly. Please have a seat while you wait. The basket under the table contains bread and drink for you. Okay. Do you take a seat? Um, so I guess here's where the newbie question comes in. Um, so I noticed that I have a fairly good perception of yep. plus 11. So can I do anything with that to make Absolutely. sure that the, you can perceive the bread the and drink? Yep. So take a uh, look at... So when you're using perception, you can tell me how you want to use that. Do you want to look at the bread and drink and see if it's been tampered with kind of thing? Is that what you're looking at? Uh, yeah, just to see if anything seems off with, the, with those. Okay. Yep. So you lift it up. And you remove it and give me a perception check if you'd like. So you're going to roll a d20 and add that number. Uh, 23. 23. Take a look. The bread is still fresh. Uh, it's warm even. And the wine is actually still bottled, like fully corked and bottled. It looks like there's been no tampering whatsoever. Okay. Um, well, then for the first little bit, because I've just arrived, I think I will... Have some bread and drink and Chuggy. see what awaits. All right. So the bread, <laughs> back. The bread uh, as you kind of take a bite of the bread, it tastes actually a little bit stale, but like it doesn't seem to be any particular issue. And the wine is a typical Varesian type of wine. It doesn't seem to be anything. But at about that point, the next person arrives and all of a sudden um, the padlock. Can you explain to me how you're showing are you showing up with like a mask and a cape or something like that or um a mask uh scale mail with a kilt attached um and yeah he's got his mask is basically uh two keys uh with the uh key ring uh key rings over his eyes crossed okay um and you approach the same house and you can see the door is kind of still ajar um, 
and I leave it up to you how you handle it. Well, he confidently walks in uh, because a door is not a, a, a jar door isn't going to scare him, and he closes <laughs> the door because doors should be closed. Um, and he's <laughs> that's what they're there for the bad light never leaves a door unclosed that's right Abadar does not approve this is civilization <laughs> and uh, so then he looks takes a moment to look at um, the paintings uh, does it seem like there's any religious undertones to them there could be, but it seems to be more of just like a motif, just like a, a good and evil kind of thing. In fact, it almost looks almost as the more you look at them, it seems to be like expansions of like tarot images or harrow. I'm sorry, I'm going to mix that up a billion times, but it looks like they're harrow images just like sort of expanded. Okay. Um, uh, I take my card out and, and uh, just look to see if it's... It doesn't quite match yours. Okay. Um, these are like more like angels, but yours is the paladin card. And you look over, and there's a half-elven woman sitting at the table with a half-glass of wine. Hello. Did you send this note? No, it wasn't me. I'm, I'm waiting for the person. They've left this note here. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I, I guess we're... Uh, how long have you been waiting? Um, I'd say probably 30 minutes. Ah, uh, tardy. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do a perception check around the room. Okay. For four. A four. You can confirm this is, in fact, a room. <laughs> uh, shortly thereafter, though, so do you go and take a seat and kind of converse with this half-elven woman? Uh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do you... So, what is your conversation? Are you guys going to introduce yourselves? Or are you going to, like, yeah. maybe ask why a guy in a cape and a mask just randomly <laughs> showed up? That's a kilt and a mask. Yeah, a kilt and a mask. <laughs> yeah, so, I guess I'd be kind of seeing why he's there, if he's there for the same reason that I am. Okay. I'm here because there's a piece of scum on the streets that needs to be taken out. <laughs> Uh, I feel that I'm also here for the same reason. Do you want some bread and drink? <laughs> I haven't died yet from it, so I think it's okay. You know what, Pat? I'll pass. I already ate. And the wine dulls the senses. <laughs> oh, he's, a, he's all business. He's not <laughs> fooling around. Well, as you guys kind of get to know each other, I assume that you guys are going to introduce each other by name. I'm the padlock. He's the padlock. <laughs> it's a name. <laughs> and I'm Gwendola. Gwendola. Very nice. So you guys are kind of speaking, but as you kind of do that, all of a sudden, a third party kind of approaches, and that would be Richter. Richter, you approach a closed door, and you look down at your card, and sure enough, this is the address. Well, I suppose I'll head inside. Maybe give the door a knock first. Knock, this knock. Is a polite thing to do, which maybe some other people forgot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, I am interrupting to say I did knock. It just oh. mysteriously That's went true. ajar. I see. And uh, I, I walked in because it was ajar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you hear the knock door. Um, do either of you guys go to answer it or? Uh, I yell, come in. <laughs> Alrighty. So and open. close the door. <laughs> sure enough, there is a half-elven woman and a man in a cape. And a, <laughs> I'm assuming you're in a cape and a mask. Sure. I just foresee yourself. 
uh, or of some sort. Uh, and you look in there, and they're breaking bread and wine, and they kind of look over at you. Mostly the half elf is is drinking the wine. Yeah, Mostly I'm enjoying. Yeah, I'm enjoying <laughs> myself. All right. Uh, yeah. What do you do? All right. So, which one of you sent this? None of us. Apparently. The one who sent it is apparently late, and I flap you the note. <laughs> I, I see. So you are both guests here as well, then? Yeah, we don't know each other. We all, both of us, got a note to meet here, and still waiting. Hmm. And um, may I ask how you got the note? Was it also in the middle of the night? Yeah, we in awoke. In a very conspicuous manner? We awoke, and it was mysteriously there. Mine's seem to have slipped out of my backpack. Hmm. So, we're dealing with a thief or a pickpocket of some kind, then? Oh, well. Well, if he is a thief, I'll deal with him. <laughs> <laughs> Strong arm of the law here. What's that sax? It is. It's a sax, Saxon song. Strong arm of the law. I'm and I see you've got wine. There you go. Got an extra glass? There are, actually. There's four glasses. Four glasses? Well, that's odd. There's only three of us here. By all means, citizen. <laughs> it seems to be here for us. Wonderful. Don't mind if I do. And skittering along on the outside, not five minutes later, is the mad gnome just wandering down the street. <laughs> and he looked, did you close the door, or...? Yeah, I was asked to close the door. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you close the door. Gnome. Nimtick. You come up, and sure enough, you've got your card. You look. And yep, this is the house. I look up the door. Way up. I look for a window. <laughs> so I go around to the side of the house. Is there a window at the side of the house? Sure. Okay. I prop myself up on the window and pull myself up. And I peek inside. Okay, and you can see... Uh, what do you exactly look like, Richter? Heavy furs and hide armor. Okay. Tons of weapons, wooden stakes. Are you Shawanti? Are you Varesian? Are you half and half? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, sitting at the table, half elven woman and a stern looking man in a cape and a mask. <laughs> sitting down, breaking bread and drinking wine. Chalaxian, by the way. Chalaxian. I just kind of muttered to myself, what the hell am I getting myself into? Drop myself down. None of them look threatening enough for me to be concerned. <laughs> Are you Walk sure? up to the door. <laughs> Rat-a-tat-tat. Let me in. Come in. I'll welcome him in. All right. And a stumpy little three-foot-two or something like that character walks in. <laughs> what exactly do you look like? I have purple hair and purple eyes. Wow. Very purple. <laughs> purple what kind of hair? I'm three-foot-three, by the way. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. I guess when you're three foot, like, three, a couple inches makes a huge you need, difference. You need everything. It literally yeah. does. And uh, do you have a jewel in your belly button? <laughs> <laughs> and Mike just about lost it. Just about Not yet, no. Watch out for one-horned cyclopses that can fly, because I heard they eat purple people. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I'm not purple. I just have Maybe lots of you purple need wine. a glass of wine. <laughs> he needs a glass of wine. All right, talk to me. Nimtick, you look at this motley crew sitting down. Everybody's kind of awkward and making small talk. You open the door. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm just Come on in. Hello, tall man. What's your name? Richter, my friend. Ah, my name's Nimtick Bitterleaf. Okay. 
I, I own a potion shop down the street. You should come visit sometime. Sure, yeah. I got potions. Salesperson. <laughs> potions. They make you bigger. Big, big, tall person. <laughs> come by. Hello. Random half elf lady. Citizen. Hello. I'll get to you. <laughs> um, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Gwendola. Hello, Gwendola. My name is Nimtik Bitterleaf. I have potions for you, too. Lovely potions for a lovely lady. You should come by sometime. Lots of potions. Salesperson. <laughs> you! Key man. What's your deal? I serve Abadar with my key of justice. You know, I think I've seen you before. Are you on posters? Wanted posters? Not that I am aware of. I have potions. Potions of visibility. You can make yourself invisible. Be hidden from the cops. Come by. Come it's by my shop sometime. Cops that uh, would uh, chase me down. It's the criminals, and I do not hide from them. You should still come by. Okay. <laughs> that was that was a hard sell. Awesome. No reason why not. My name is Nimtik. Good to meet you. Nimtik. He's a productive business person. That's important. <laughs> and this would be the fourth glass. So I suppose we're all here. You are. Uh, so four of you. Um, as you kind of sit down, Why? and you make some small sober, talk with one you. another. One of the things that you'll notice is... Drunky half-elf, the only one drinking. Drunky half-elf? More for me. <laughs> Woo! Uh, you sit down and you make some kind of small talk, you introduce yourselves, and do you guys... Does anybody bring up the name Gadrin Lamb? Um, well, I throw down the note I was given. Yeah, okay. we all... Um, I'm, I think I'm going to keep my note to myself. I haven't really brought I, up the I, name. I put my note on the table. Okay. I'll put also, on the table, too. And take a look at their notes and see what card exactly it was in the Harrow deck that they were given. Okay. Uh, well, you'll know that he has the Paladin. Paladin. She has... She and both of you Joker. actually have the... The Witcher. The Joker. Joker. Yeah. Actually, I'll edit if... Now that they've all put theirs down, I would probably put mine down. Now that okay. everyone's freely shared hmm. theirs, sure. okay. this is a person who would. This is a person who would invest in a second deck. He's out of jokers. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you guys kind of like go over this, and so the name Gadrin Lamb. You guys kind of explain anything to each other about your history. Or anything like that, like why specifically, or how these things, anything like that? No? I probably okay, wouldn't well, explain that quite yet. Not to these random people. Well, it just happens to be that these guys are kind of sitting down and comparing notes with one another. A middle-aged, attractive middle-aged Varesian woman kind of enters the door. I don't think the, uh, the, what are you, you're not a troll, what are you? I'm a gnome. I don't think you've got a shot. Greetings, <laughs> citizen. Love potion. She says, she looks over at all of you, she says, I'm glad that everybody's made it. And you can see that she's kind of shuffling a harrow deck between your fingers, like, idly. Like, with grace. Like, great okay. grace. And uh, they're kind of floating and dancing through her fingers. Um, if anybody's standing up, she takes, um, she nods at you, she says, please take, um, take a seat at the table. Make yourselves at home. She apologizes to you. She says, basically, thank you for coming, and my friends. She says, uh, and for putting up specifically and taking a chance with my unconventional method of contacting you. 
See, the thing is that I have reason to remain hidden, you see. Um, there's a vicious man who would see great harm done to me if he knew that I was reaching out for help. And this man has also done something terrible, I'm sure, to each of you. See, I speak of none other than Gadron Land, a man whose cruelty and capacity to destroy the lives of those he touches are matched only by the gift for avoiding reprisal. You see, a year ago, his thieves stole this, my harrow deck, and she kind of lifts that up, um, from me, and it is important to me, an heirloom um, passed down through a dozen generations, and also my sole means of support. When Lem's pickpocket stole it, my son Aaron tracked them down, and she returned this deck, and he returned this deck to me. But Gadrin had him followed, and soon after he left my home, Gadrin's thug murdered him. So I sought help from the Corvosan guard, but they turned me away. So I asked around. I paid my bribes. I consulted my harrow deck for advice, and recently I was rewarded. See, I found out where Gadrin dwells. Gadrin can be found in an old fishery north of here, at, uh, north of here, at West Pier 17, where he trains abducted children to be pickpockets and counts his stolen treasures. But I need your help. See, I can't hope to face this man on my own. And the guard moves so slowly that if they were willing to help, Gadrin would certainly know of their coming well in advance. And even if they did arrest him, what guarantee would I have that he would be punished? See, this criminal's career He's evaded the law for decades, but you know of these frustrations uh, as well. For the word on the street, Gadrin has wronged each of you too. So there we are. She says, it's time for him to pay. What do you think? It's time to bring this cretin to justice. And I doubt it, but if we can, we will re rehabilitate him into a productive member of society. And if not... That's what my key is for. <laughs> Do you accept this? Of course I accept this. The man's pure evil. Evil? Evil at his finest. I'm in. What's our first move? Well, you can make your move against the old fishery at any point. I mean, that would be more or less up to you. I'm not really a, a fighter myself. Um, so I'll take your expertise on that. But what I can offer you, she says, I can perform a harrow reading for you, if that may help possibly with your adventure into the old fishery. Please do. Would that be something you're all interested in? Sure. Why not? Sounds good to me. Well, since it's the only thing you can offer us. Yeah. I don't see anyone giving out free magic potions, so... <laughs> The so. shop is on my way. <laughs> they, f they you have to pay. Sit down mm -hmm. and the cards mm -hmm. flutter to and from <laughs> her various different fingers, and it's almost hypnotic. And she deals the cards out to you, and she kind of sits down and reads these cards and flips them over and kind of does a quick reading, like a sort of like a I don't know how to describe it. Sort of like it feels like there's an energy in the air, and she looks down and kind of hums, and she looks over and she says. <laughs> so what she does, she, she says, hmm, this is interesting. She reads into the cards and says, what I see, I don't know how much this is going to help you for this task, but she says, I see a time coming soon, very soon, a time of unrest, a time of violence. And somehow, some way, 
and the violence is somehow going to be in the streets of the Cor of Corvosa. But in some way, you all are tied. I don't know how, but you're fated to become heroes of Corvosa somehow. And your fate is also tied into the same fate as the city. But that's all that I'm getting, unfortunately. As a hero of Abadar, uh, I didn't have any doubt of this. <laughs> well. um, I'm sorry, I wish I could be more help, but that's all that I have. With this, j just because like I'm still learning here, um, at any point, can I do something like a perception check? Yeah, like, 100%. Just kind of jump in? Okay. So I want to do a perception check on her and see kind of... Sense if she's motive. telling us the truth, that's yeah. Motive. That's a sense motive check. Yeah, oh, exactly. okay. so sense motive would sense be to motive. kind of like look for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah. To kind of like read her body. And like, yeah. Like look okay. For yeah. Okay, so honesty. I want to do that. Okay. Um, give me a roll. What dice do I use? So, so it's a d20. What? D20? 20 sided die. Okay, I got 17. I wonder when someone's going to roll a natural 11. A natural 11. We should do something Well, I did that. do 11, well, but then I have We're going to forget about that right away. <laughs> That's right. How could we? But, yeah. Uh, what was your total? 17. 17. So your total for 17, to kind of take a look at this, and you can see, as far as you can tell, body. she seems to be oh. legit. 100%. <laughs> so she's telling the truth from she what She seems to be telling okay. the truth. Yes. Well, as my mother is Verisian, I am prone to trust this woman. I don't think that she's anything to hide. Okay. And I am a gnome. And I do trust in these cards. That's <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I guess the question is, what are you guys going to be doing about this? Are you going to be um, taking a night to prepare, or are you going to attack um, or investigate this old fishery right away? Well, what time of day did it, did it say it's that we had met there? Yeah, sunset. So it would be... In terms of a time of day right now, it would be... You arrived at, let's say, 6.30 um, early, and everybody else started to arrive a little bit later. Um, I would say right now it's about 8.30 at, at night. So the sun is just on the horizon still. <clears throat> okay. Um, I actually have an ability uh, called Case the Joint, uh, and it... I basically take an hour to kind of sneak around and uh, just look at the building's structure, look for uh, places to sneak in and whatnot. Okay. So. Um, so are you going to do that? Are you going to advise these guys that I'll take a, like a scout of it or something yeah. like that? Uh, that I'll plan? just say, you know what? Let me uh, examine the location first, discreetly, and uh, the fishery. Yes. That's where we're going. Well, that's where he is, yeah. So he's gonna, he's as a vigilante, he has the ability to sort of case the joint, like okay. get a look at are you, his abilities. Are you allowed to bring anybody with you? Because I do have a special sifting skill. Uh, he's not going to allow. He works solo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's going to slip into his other identity, so. <laughs> okay. So he has a second case. What is this? So <laughs> that is one thing I guess I should just let you know. So, Sean, his character as a vigilante, has two identities. He has his day-to-day -day walking around uh, identity. So he's wait, like a regular citizen. Okay. And he's a superhero. 
So it's sort of like the Batman. It's like the Bruce Wayne and then the Batman identity. And magically with his but key mask, we can't recognize him. Is this you don't know that, right? Padlock? Padlock is his hero identity. Oh. <laughs> but you don't know that he has a different identity. It, it, okay. is, it is also my base identity, too. <laughs> uh, he abandoned his initial name uh, when he was beaten by uh, Gadron. That bastard. So yeah. we can only assume that he just wears his mask and cape everywhere he goes. He's just he's just the I'm padlock. getting that idea. He he's kinda of, he's kind of like Batman in the sense where uh, like in that one episode where he was mind controlled and he somebody I forget who was forcing all the superheroes to list their actual real names and he just said Batman. <laughs> Yeah. Instead of Bruce Wayne, because he calls himself Batman inside his head. The padlock calls himself the padlock in his head. And, uh... Okay. <laughs> so he's only slept in, slipped into a, a mild psychotic state, so we yeah. shouldn't be too worried about it. <laughs> yes. So you're going to case the joint, um, and why don't you tell me how you do that? So this is, uh, actually a knowledge... What time are you going to go as well? I should probably ask. Um, uh, I'll go... Now, I guess. Okay, um, so almost around nine-ish? Yeah. How far okay. away is the... 20-minute walk. So we're probably fine to stay here for now in this yeah. lady's house. I'm going to actually go back to my shop Oh. and start grabbing some stuff, okay. preparing some stuff. Hey, you could probably Let's do that on the side. Right now, the important thing is Mr. Padlock. <laughs> Mr. Padlock, what are you going to do? You approach, and you can see right away uh, an old fishery. It's just a creaking, decrepit building. Uh, still relatively solid, but it looks as though it's in extreme state of disrepair. As well, it has an overwhelming smell of fish. Like, just gross, disgusting fish. Um, it looks as though it's perched atop a steep embankment. With most of the structure that extends out over the, the Jaguar River on wooden uh, pilings. The, the embankment itself drops about 13 feet into the river below. And the sides that you see are slippery, but you feel like it would be a chance, but you could at least possibly do a scale if you tried, but you would have to make an attempt at that. There's some risk, obviously. You can see that the fisheries walls basically extend all the way down to the river, leaving only a few feet of space between the floors of the, it looks as almost like the certain areas of the floor and the water, but that seems to be about it. Now, the one thing that really is interesting though is you see that it seems as though it's shut down for the night. You see an old mangy dog kind of sitting. You assume sort of like as it's typical in most shops and stuff, they'll have a dog to sound an alarm. But uh, it looks as though there's no lights or anything like that on. Okay. Well, uh, for this ability, I need to make a knowledge engineering check. Okay. And appropriately, I don't have any... Uh, ranks in knowledge engineering <laughs> uh, and I have a minus one to my intelligence so <laughs> here's hope let's go case that shit alright I, I rolled a nine so I guess that's a fail it's a f uh, it is a fishery yeah uh, it looks as though just at a glance it here's basically exactly what it looks like you're taking a look at it you can see there's a front door. Um, there is also what seems to be a bit of a side door over here uh, near area A2. Um, and then you look, there's sort of a pier that goes back with an old boat um, that is kind of docked. But you can also see that there's a second level that kind of is the, the lower level down there, but that's about it. 
Do you approach to possibly um, get any closer? There's a dog that kind of sees you and its hair bristles and kind of gets up from laying down. Uh, no, I just kind of do a little perimeter check, uh, just looking like I'm looking for something uh, that I may have dropped during a one of uh, Jace Mullen's uh, uh, drunken adventures. Okay. <laughs> Jace um, Mullen. Is that like some Give sort of perception check? Now? No, I don't think so. No, it's a name I made up. Okay. I thought it was like one of like the other That's games. right, Perception. <laughs> yeah, no, Perception. <laughs> Pet Detective. Uh, just 17. Weird mind. 17. Okay, so you'll notice that the dog is kind of stalking you a little bit closer, keeping its distance, but just watching you. And you can also see a medium-sized figure in the dark kind of meandering around mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of keeping its eye on you from a distance. Always punch a dog. What's it going to do? I just and the most hated one of the podcast is... <laughs> <laughs> you you I, just wait and see. <laughs> I don't need to wait and see. I know you, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> that is true. Jace uh, reaches into his pocket, pulls out some uh, trail rations, and just uh, tosses it to the dog and drunkenly says, Here you go, doggy! And it kind of bears its teeth and goes... Rrr. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, yeah. with his staff, just kind of uh, uh, stumbles drunkenly uh, back to... Uh, Talara's house? Talara's house, yeah. Okay. And you've gone to pick up some gear. You guys have kind of hung around. Did you return to Zalara's house? Well, I invited anyone to come to my shop if they want. Okay. While I come to gather my gear. I'm going to stay overnight because it's en route to the fishery. Okay. So Did you tell people that you're going to stay overnight? Yes. I said, okay. I'm going back to my shop to brew some potions for the morning. Anyone's welcome. All my potions are for sale. All right. <laughs> Please come by. What's up? Um, I do have a special sift ability. Um, would that work for if I'm inside, like, the... You just have to be the, within uh, 25 house? feet. So would that be useful to use now? So I guess the question is, I, I'm not familiar with Sift. Um, if you touch it, oh, so that's no, a within spell. Within 25 feet, close range, you can search a room from like a window oh. or something. You need to see. Oh, so it's really only if I'm. You have to be like right up close okay. to kind. Of, it's sort of like to give you an ability to sort of look through a room. Okay. More so I'm already in the room, so that doesn't do anything for me. Um, are right. well, you still so Zalara's house, or are you yeah. referring to the fishery? No, because he we haven't gone to the fishery yet. No. So. Just um, while I'm waiting around okay. at the... Yeah, you can yeah. do that. Yeah? If, you, if okay. you sift, you can sit there still and silent and yeah. go through her stuff. Secretly be, yeah, I'm, yeah. Ju- I'm still drinking like my wine on the couch, but I'm right. sifting. So you're sifting away. She's sifting. Okay, <laughs> so you take a quick look around, and it's a very simple home. There's not a lot. It's just a lot of family heirlooms. Yeah. So you can see she spent a lot of money, maybe at one point, to have a commissioned portrait of uh, her son. Um, but that's about it. There's Is that the guy with lot. the flaming sword and the skeletal fingers? Or? <laughs> that's a little harsh. He's recently <laughs> dead, okay? Uh, no. Um, he... It, that is just... That is like an extension of a tarot. Her her life... And she explains to you as you guys are gone. She says, I am a Mary... A harrow. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> the harrow is part of her family for generations. It's just... It is what it is. It's something that she's always been with, and it's a sacred part of her life. She says, and she points out to all the different um, tapestries and says, um, 
you know, these... The, the hero, she explains, it can be cryptic, but you will always find that in some way it will always kind of tie in and the hero can be misinterpreted, but it almost never lies. And she kind of goes in through that sort of explanation uh, mm -hmm. and kind of goes through all of that. At which point, um, do you come in as your vigilante self? Your vigilante self? Back How do you mobile. enter? Slam the door open. <laughs> I'm here. I do a barrel roll. <laughs> oh, it's you. What do you do? What do you say? What do you tell these folks? Well, I've uh, taken a look. It uh, looks like a standard, decrepit fishery. Uh, it uh, There seems to be somebody skulking around and a dog uh, that was probably lulled into its services with meager scraps. <laughs> Uh, and you'll notice the gnome isn't there. Where's the short one? <laughs> he went home. Ah. Does he still want to come? In the morning, yes. <laughs> Why are we waiting for the morning? Why are we waiting for a strange purple-haired gnome? Hmm. Let's go find him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you're gonna gather the crew then? Yep. I can't wait to get this. Is this just like an elaborate ruse to get everybody to come to your shop? To sell them potions? <laughs> Would I be so bold to do something like that? Okay. So, they come to the shop, which I'm assuming you told them where to locate it. Yes. Uh, and it's on the way to the fishery. Yes. Uh, do you guys knock or anything like that to come in, or do you just come in? It's a shop. Mm, it's a shop, yeah. Okay, so you open it up. And what is waiting for them? I can only imagine. Oh, well, hello. <laughs> Welcome to my shop. What a coincidence that you guys would walk in. Do you I was just putting up these special signs. 25% <laughs> off of this potion here. No discounts. <laughs> Full price. Oh, fuck. Any potions? Anyone interested? Lots of potions. Potions, potions. Bigger potions, smaller potions. Can we stop with the potions already? Maybe later. I don't like you. I don't <laughs> have a lot of money. <laughs> well, then let's just go. I have no need for people with no money. So, what do you mean, just go? Are you kicking them out of your <laughs> shop? Or no. are you going... Okay. I'm just going to gather a few things. You guys seem... I told you to meet me in the morning, and you showed up an hour later. That's wrong, but... So, are you going to try to sell them on going in the morning, or...? No, I'll just... I have supply of stuff that I can bring. It's not what I wanted, but I'll make do with what I have. Um, it's a bit over my price range. I thousand gold for a potion of cure moderate wounds? Come on. Mm. <laughs> While we're in his shop, I'm going to take advantage of my sifting skill as well. Because he seems okay. sketchy. I'm gonna cast, <laughs> I would like to do a spellcraft check because the uh, oh. the psychic seems to be... Um, so that's the thing. is Psychic okay, magic so doesn't have any like verbal or hand-leading effects. It's all no. just in the mind. So she just said... Like, she's she got just it. I'm just... No. But how would oh, you... Does she look like she's trying to poop or something? <laughs> she has I, know, I just look like I have shifty eyes. <laughs> yeah, how do you interpret that? What are you casting? <laughs> her, eye, her eyes just... <laughs> no pooping in my shop. I have like a potion a... for that. <laughs> Alright, let's get back on track. So are we going to go at night then? I guess so. I can't wait to go. But wait. Yeah. Okay, sorry. You were going to... I have my, sif my sifting. <laughs> I really <laughs> want to use that spell. Hold on. Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jeff is distracting me. So what... Okay, so what are you sifting for? What is your goal? What are you trying well, to find? Well, I don't know. Potions. I just feel like this was just a very, like... 
maybe random group that can head under his, uh, I want to make sure who I'm traveling with are like yeah. not secretly out to get me. Okay. That they're not hiding something. So you cast sift. Give me a perception check. Okay. <laughs> the best skin you have. I got a twenty-six. Holy shit, Melissa! How did you get such a high Wait, perception? Wait, that such a low level? Wait, it's in Hero Lab. Perception. It's Check. legit. I just gotta be. The, yeah, no. I'm, Wait, I might have to take one. Okay, sorry, I have to take minus five penalty off my perception oh. check, so I have twenty-one. Yeah. Okay. But it's, it's as though she's inspecting things closely. It's a shop. Is there anything that she, you should not have hidden? Well, my hidden. grenades aren't out in the open. My bombs and stuff. It's a potion okay. shop. Give me a <laughs> give me a stealth check to hide your grenades and as to whether or not she notices them as she kind of is going through your wares. Well, they're like in a back room, like in like a little vault. Oh, okay. I'm not like hiding. Like oh, they're not like not in this room. Yeah, like they're okay, they're in a fine. vault kind of back roomy area where I make my better things. You okay. notice that he tries to rip everybody off. <laughs> so, Which I already knew to be. <laughs> if that's the case, then you don't find anything okay. that you wouldn't expect. Okay. Unless you're hiding opium or something, which you know. I know you. <laughs> no um, opium. Just bombs. Okay. I mean potions. Special <laughs> potions. <laughs> Special potions. Magic potions. potions. <laughs> so I'm going to go into my back room, open my vault, grab out my supplies that Please. I have. Okay. Uh, did you guys ever discuss with one another at all, or at least on your way to the fishery, like how you guys fight? Or are you guys just going to like pile over each other and not really know? Well, we probably should, but we've I'm just like kind of... wringing my rip, my whip in my hands, just like kind of seething and kind of just like, I can't wait to kick this guy's ass. Everyone stand behind me. <laughs> and what about you? You're the one I'm most concerned with because you're the one who's going to be throwing explosive bombs that have the risk of exploding and killing your party members. Well, I feel like he's so short he should be at the front because then people can still do their weapons like over top of him. Uh, that's not too much of a concern. He's. I think his character is going to be very similar to yours in the sense that he stays back. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, so I naturally I go to the back because my a skills... Yeah. Or I'm more I throw bombs. Like I'm like a spellcaster but with okay. explosives. Okay. I just look angry. He loves to bomb the Dodongos. Alright, so we are gonna take a star white. And then we're gonna come back and it's going to be at the old fishery. And we are going to actually go into our first small dungeon crawl. Alright, so we took a bit of a delay here for a bathroom and a drink break, and we are picking up again at the first level of the old fishery so the initiative in this case is going to go richter gwendolyn nimtick and then the padlock gwendola gwendola i will eventually remember that right now not so much <laughs> all right so you guys are going to case the joint from a little bit further i assume yeah richter you're up first you're now you're not necessarily here yet you're looking at it from the street a little bit off screen here yeah um and you guys know that there's a dog correct yeah, I guess. Yeah, I told them. Yeah, okay. So, Richter, you're the first person in initiative. What do you do? Is the dog sleeping? Um, give me a perception. Where are we? Can anyone roll perception? You guys are basically a little bit further to this direction, away, basically where Sean would be, on the street. 21. 21. All right, you see a dog, and the dog is back asleep. Um... 
And the dog is doing its dogly thing. Sleeping over here as you kind of saw it approach. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the other side of the bed. Yeah, so I say, well, it's clear in front. When to lock? But you are our first in initiative, so... Can't you hear me, uh, Put me through hell, Gwendola. How close can we get then? Are we far away right now? More than uh, you are about thirty feet from the edge of the board. Okay, so I will move to this position here, okay. near the front of the building, just to the side of the door. Okay. And Gwendola has mentioned that she would like to mentally perceive the inside of the home or fishery from a window. So I'll okay. wait for her. So, have you tried any attempt to try to move stealthily or anything like that? Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> uh, 14. Okay, plus, you don't have any plus? Or you already have a negative. Oh. Okay, so 14 Armor is your total. I'll just stealth. keep that in the back of your oh. mind. Wendela, you're up. Uh, okay. So, right now you're off the side of the board. Um, to get to the edge of the board is your full 30-foot move. So right this first set of squares here, that once you get there, you've moved a full 30 feet to get to that. Okay, point. so I don't know if I can do all this in this turn. Can I move behind, um, no. sorry, what's your character's Richter. name? Richter. Um, stealth, stealthily, okay. stealth? and then sift. No. I can't do all that? That's a little bit too far. Um, that would be like a two turn thing. So to get behind Richter, <laughs> wow, I was. I wonder if the microphone picked no, up my right. stomach growl. <laughs> um, no, it's like a double move. So in order to do that, your first turn is going to take. Have to move over the whole first. turn. Around is going to be you roll a stealth check, and then you'll be wherever you want to be around Richter. Or you could cast your fast movement spell. I'm not going to use that yet. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what do you do? Are you going to do that? Uh, yeah. Take your time. Yeah. Sure. I'll. Move behind, and then I guess I would want to do it stealth as well. Mm-hmm. So I have to roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a two. A two? <laughs> yes. All right. Natural Three. one. Awesome. Wonder what's All over right. here. <laughs> next. The next up would be the dog. The doge. So you're far. Why is the dog next? Because. I don't want it to be next. <laughs> well, it could be next. And all I of a sudden, the dog sweet. hears you trudge along. Burr, 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 and it goes. Burr, and it gets up, and the hair on the back of its neck gets Sorry, up. Director. And it goes up. It's okay. And it looks over, and it goes. And it starts to come towards you like this. And then you hear a voice from the other side. It says, what is it, old boy? Trouble at the old well? <laughs> and, yeah. Oh, Yep, and next would be Nimtik. Sorry, so this is just a random voice? We don't know who it came from? Yeah. From, okay. uh, from basically around, not necessarily inside, but maybe further down the dock that you oh, didn't we see. we knew there was at least one person in the building. Okay. The padlock did tell us that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nimtik. That dog's looking rather menacing. So I'm going to throw a bomb at it. Wow. Well, here we go with subtlety right out the window. Uh, it made its choice to 
join up Growled. with... Uh, <laughs> exactly. It growled. It made its choice. Okay. It chose to side with Gadrin, and they everything aside. Okay, okay, so your bombs have Wait, range, I can check. Right? Wait, I can use this dog. Is that what you say to me before I yep. spark my bomb? I'll consider it. <laughs> okay, I can do other things. I'm going to cast Dancing Lights right in front of the dog. Like okay. in a square in front of it. So, like to start dancing the lights in front of it to try and distract it from like multicolored lights type of thing. Yeah, like little Just fireworks like type of thing. Suddenly, there's this lights right in front of it. This will actually potentially play into what I'm about to do. Okay. Um, before you get a chance, though, all of a sudden, somebody comes around the corner, and you can see a half elven man in like an eye patch, and looks over and says, "Blue, what is it, boy?" <gasps> And he looks over at you, he's, he's like, You! What are you doing here? And he kind of yells and says, Get him, boy! Get him! Go for the throat! Ah, ah, ah! Should have fucking thrown a bomb at it. <laughs> and it's a guy... Now, the miniature that you see has a sword, but really, he's got a flail. Um, and that's it. My Next is the padlock. Okay. <laughs> Too bad he approached. He turned around the corner before uh, my turn. Otherwise, I would have been able to do something. But uh, I'm bad luck. <laughs> Tremble before me. Grab the gun. You shot right to its side. You know what? Padlock cannon. <laughs> Ow! Keys don't really grab things very well. <laughs> I'm going to. How much uh, does the dog weigh? Like forty pounds. Yeah, so this is like a mutt. So I would say 40 pounds, sure. Just okay. a scraggly-ass-looking dog. It's a pretty heavy scraggly dog. I'm going to go up to him and grab him and throw him at this guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, so you're going to go to grab him? I will say that's like a type of grappling check. Um, right. Now, because of that, do you have improved grapple? No. Right. <laughs> so you go to grab the dog, and the dog goes to bite your throat as a free attack yep. opportunity. Arr! Or maybe your balls. Oh, no. So the dog what goes to bite you for a 16. Uh, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> and then it goes, arr, 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 and it bites you right on the neck for six damage total. <gasps> okay. oh, wow. Oh, wow. No, sorry, five damage. Okay. I apologize. Oh, well, that's okay. You're sure, <laughs> you're sure it wasn't the groin? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, do you want it to be your neck or your balls? It doesn't really make a difference to me too much. The very first part of the very you first part. You lost a testicle. You can live without, as a eunuch, you can't live without a throat. He oh. was reaching yeah, down to point. pick up the dog, so it's probably his throat. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, that, but that doesn't stop your action. You still... That's too bad. Yeah. Okay. So, base attack bonus. 18. 18? <laughs> yep. Um, and you are going for a grapple, right? Yep. Okay, so it is successfully grappled. So how do you do it? Like, the dog comes up to you, bites you in the throat, you just, like, get in a rear naked choke kind of thing? Yeah, I... <laughs> basically... From behind, so... Headlock? Well, you probably have to grab it by the jaws and go... Since my original action was to grab it and throw it, I'll just continue that. Okay. <laughs> uh, just grabbing it by the scruff and uh, kind of by the stomach. Okay, so you got it by the tail and the back of the neck. Yeah. And you're going to just, like, heave it, basically. Yeah, oh, okay. at the dude. All right. Uh, perfect. So top of the order, we go back to Richter. 
I'd be doing the fucking. That's a rough first <laughs> yeah, yeah. first round of combat. <laughs> Pretty rough. What's a what's a game just get where they throw the ball? They spin around and they chuck the ball as far as they can. Oh, uh, shot put. Yeah. Um, shot put. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's one of them. Yeah. Grab it and just spin in circles. Don't they have the hammer throw too, where they like spin around yeah, and they throw, throw the stick? Yeah. Mm, oh yeah, because shot put you don't like spin around. Shot put you just Unless shoot it from the neck. Don't you? I guess you got different strategies. All right, Richter, what you got? <laughs> I'm gonna whip the motherfucker. All right, you're gonna snap the dog. No, 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 the guy. Oh, the dog's being grappled. How much well, reach you have? Fifteen feet. Holy crap! I'm gonna try to trip him. Okay. Go for the legs. So does this attack versus CMD? No, this attack yeah, versus AC. But no, then your CMD, CMD versus trip. trip, right? But a whip, you attack, but the it's a secondary free thing to trip if you hit. No, it replaces my attack. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So it's just a different type of attack. But I miss. I only get a eight. So it, yeah, it's, it's definitely gonna miss. All right. So you go to snap around his ankle. You just can't. He pulls back, and he's and he's like, I've also got a whip. He drops the ball from the flail and he starts to spin it around like this and looks at you with a he's only got one eye so he looks at you with his one crazy eye it starts to laugh maniacally alright Gwendola okay I so sorry I was just figuring out my move ahead of time Good idea. so yours was not successful right? not good. Okay. so I'm going to use my magic missile okay which uh, magical energy jets forth from my fingertip and strikes its target, dealing uh, one, di- uh, one dice four plus one. Yep, so Wait, it's a d4, four. so it's yep. a triangular. Yep. You don't even need to roll. So this is your spell, and you can also move two if you want. How does this happen? Give me, like, do you use it from your fingertip, or is it from your, like, head? You just, like, lean forward yeah. and, like, bolts. I just have to kind of... a little bit closer to use it, but... Well, my back is in the No, no, she's got like, 100 foot. Around. It's like 100 foot. Oh, it's medium range. Yeah. yeah. So um, I just kind of have to be looking at them and like yeah. focused on them. What? Uh, Shoot laser beams from your yeah, eye. Yeah, like how yeah. is this happening? Like what is the Telepathically. Effect? There's a physical... There's a physical button thing beam. that's going to smack yeah. into them. Oh, Give me something yeah, just kind of like crazy. an energy force. Yeah, it's energy. Okay. Like... Like when you see it go. So I actually I have uh, the, the decoration from in the, the natural eleven <laughs> the boom room. Kind of has some scrolls put up, and like I kind of think that one is a, a magic missile scroll. So that's how I sort of envision magic missile Energy coming from your fingers. Um, oh, yeah. But you're a psychic, so yours probably comes from your head. Yeah, kind of looks like. How, like the air coming through the, or the energy rippling yeah. like the yeah. air is just kind of distorting yeah okay well you hit you don't even need to roll so give me damage so it's a d4, d4. which is one of these it looks like a pyramid okay. plus one four nice. are you attacking the dog or are you attacking the half orc I no I'm gonna go wait do we know the condition of the where both of them stand you can always take a heal check to get a, a general... So the way that we do heal checks here is your heal check, if it's good, I'll give you sort of a Mortal combat type of status bar. If you roll really poorly, I'll you probably give you something hit. really bad. Neither of them hit, though, so they're both at full health. Oh, uh, well, the dog just got thrown. Like, it's not like... It's just He's being held. Oh. Just yeah. like a- so. Well then, I'm gonna <laughs> go. Like, I'm gonna go for the dog because then hopefully we okay. can get some information from the, the other person. Guy? All right, so four damage from the dog. Okay, on the dog. Okay. Well, you, you hit the dog. That you're 
killing the dog, and not to kill the orc if you want information from him. And some of us gonna, might just kill him. Well, you don't know. You can interrogate, interrogate the dog. Who do you work for? <laughs> arf, arf. I actually, technically, I can. I can speak with the animals once yeah. a day. Well, well that's pretty that true. doesn't surprise me. I am a gnome. But hey, you know what? The next person up is the dog. I am a gnome. And the dog is <laughs> being held by the scruff of the neck and the tail. And What's it also... Well, stomach. Well, okay. Whatever. And the interesting thing, though, is that <laughs> it's being held by the padlock, the severe vigilante guy. With PTSD. <laughs> with, yeah, with PTSD. So, being held, the dog gets its opportunity to move. We're going to find out just how good the dog does on the next episode of Natural 11 Podcast. Oh, oh. Thanks for listening in to the Natural 11 Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Natural 11 Podcast. Please send us your comments, praise, criticism, suggestions through our email at natural11podcast at gmail.com. That is 11 the number. Rate us and give us a comment on iTunes. And most importantly, keep on gaming. See you next week.